Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. Waiting all day for Wednesday night. <laughs> Beautiful. We're going to get nope. a copyright strike for that. <laughs> no, we're not because we use actual Carrie Underwood. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, folks, sorry we're late, but welcome to another edition of No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We are presented by Billy Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. My name is Ryan McCarthy. I'm one of the hosts, and to my right is a man. Uh, who's been in deep mourning all day because the 16-game winning streak of the Edmonton Oilers. Rest in peace, Dustin Henry. Dustin. But you know what? You know what? I am mourning about that. And uh, as you can see, I decided not to get my hair cut until the Oilers uh, lose. So now I guess I can get it uh, I can get it cut here. It's oh, looking- so that's... Oh, oh, so uh, oh, that's where you, that's what you're going with, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Other than my just pure laziness and hectic, hectic life lately, yeah, uh, it's the Oilers, 100. Um, percent I am mourning about that, but I also there's a part of me they needed to lose because mm-hmm. because when we talked about it on one of our famous Saturday brunch uh, episodes, you brought up the Penguins that had that that winning streak and then did not. Uh, win the Stanley Cup, and I was just worried. You know, I said it doesn't bode well. You know, because they're they're hot at the wrong time. So, so maybe this is a blessing in disguise, or in the skies, as some people like to say. Ooh. <laughs> but uh, happy to be here tonight, ready to talk. I, I missed uh, I missed the weekend show, but life interferes sometimes. But uh, you guys had a great dis- discussion. You and uh, and uh, Kevin and uh, and Staniel, so it was yeah. it was great. I tuned in, but uh, I'm ready to go. When life gets a little crazy, this is always one of the bright spots. So we appreciate everybody joining us tonight. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. It's been an up and down week. Uh, good news is my mom's home from. Uh, well, that is very good news, and congratulations. Good news. And if you're watching, hello. 
Hi, mom. Love you. <laughs> oh, I guess dad too. Um, <laughs> but, well, last and last night I went to Proctor's Theater. Went to see Jordan, P Dr. Jordan Peterson live. That was a good. That was that was good. It was good. It was a good time. So mm -hmm. um, I'll tell I'll tell you more about that in the green room after this. But before we get into the meat and potatoes of tonight's show, we just want to remind you about our social media channels right down here below: Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at NoCredsReq, Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsReq, YouTube.com forward slash at no creds req you can also if you're catching this on the replay on rumble and on the belly up sports youtube channel we welcome you we also want to welcome to you to like comment share and subscribe to all of our social media channels and to our youtube channel especially we're at 347 subscribers currently trying to get to that magic tree fitty so we have our tree 150 <laughs> celebration Either case, rest in peace. <laughs> on the podcast side, subscribe to the podcast on whichever podcast form you prefer, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, the soon-to-be-departed Google Play, wherever you podcast, rate and review. Please leave a five-star rating. If you're on a platform where you can review, please leave us a review. We might even read it on the air. And because this is currently a live show, but also if you're on Rumble, uh, watching replay on Rumble or anywhere, whether it be this channel, Belly Up YouTube Sport, YouTube Belly Up Sports YouTube channel, uh, live or replay, we want your comments. Engage with the show. We want your comments. And you know, I this this sound always picks me up when I'm feeling down. So I'm gonna play that magical, magical sound. That's right, folks. Engage with the show. Leave a comment in the comment section, or if you're watching live, leave a comment in the comment in the uh, live chat. In the chat, we've already got Wonka the Sane checking in before the show went live. He said, "Finally, geez, fellas, we're waiting this chat for 24 hours straight." <laughs> <laughs> yes, we like to call we we like to call our waiting section Tent City. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're happy to have you here, Wonko, as always. All right, so we're going to get things started. Uh, we'll talk about the, uh, as mentioned in the, as you may have seen in the, the card on the YouTube channel or on Facebook, uh, we're going to talk about, we're going to do some NFL news tonight. We're talking about some, some NFL news tonight. And I want to get the floor to Dustin because last week the Seattle Seahawks hired Mike McDonald as their, as their uh, head, new head coach. And you may have seen his comments in the comment section on the Saturday brunch, but I want to give him the opportunity to have the floor for a couple of minutes to talk about his reaction to the hiring and what he thinks of the move. So, Dustin, I'm going to hand the floor over to you for a couple of minutes. Let's hear your thoughts. Well, I will say, and uh, you're right, I'm, I apologize to everyone that I didn't get to express my thoughts on Saturday, but initially... We as humans, well, most of us, and I think me uh, more than some, we don't like change, right? And Pete Carroll was an institution in Seattle for 14 years, and he is, I think, unquestionably the greatest coach in Seahawks history. And um, I believe it. I believe it was Wonko who said he will have a statue outside of you know no matter what happens he will there will be a statue and i agree with that there will be a statue of pete carroll outside of uh centurylink field um but you know i was skeptical 
of the Mike McDonald hiring initially, probably because, as I as I discussed when Pete Carroll was let go, call it what it is, it was a firing. He wanted to be the head coach of this team for at least one more year. Um, or or I, as the or as the NWO says, for life. Yeah, yeah. Now I was. I was a little skeptical of the Mike McDonald hiring because at first to me, it felt like a, you know, Oh, we're going to go from the, the oldest coach in the NFL to the youngest coach of the NFL. It felt like let's do the opposite. Despite the fact that they said they wanted to, to keep the culture that Pete Carroll had helped build their, um, their, it was, it was very much, it felt like me, my first reaction was, oh, they just did the opposite. They went in a total different direction than they could have gone. But then I watched Mike McDonald's uh, opening press conference, and I kind of educated myself on Mr. McDonald a little bit. And now I would color myself cautiously optimistic about the Mike McDonald hire because, and I can't, I can't give credit, uh, I can't, take credit for what I'm about to say, uh, but it was some other analyst who who said, and, and I have to tip my cap to them, even though I cannot remember who it was. They said, you know, the Seahawks could have gone two directions. They could have hired an offensive mind to compete with the likes of Kyle Shanahan and Sean McFay and, and you know, Jonathan Gannon in Arizona. I'm not, I'm not going to sleep on them. You know, I, I think they're an up and coming team in some respects. So he said that they could have hired um, a offensive minded coach and just tried to get into shootouts with McVay and Shanahan and keep up with them. But they kind of zagged and they hired a defensive minded coach whose task is going to be stopping them. So I, I kind of after hearing that, I said, you know what, that's a good point. They went in a different direction because. It would have been entertaining to watch the shootouts, but those games are tough to win, especially against experienced coaches and, and offensive masterminds, one of which we're about to see in the Super Bowl. And the other, Sean McFay, I mean, he's done a wonderful job coaching the Rams, and he's kind of had Pete Carroll's number the last couple of years. So uh, then I started thinking about this in a new light, um, and I started researching and one of the things I found is that Mike McDonald is the one, per some of the players on the current team, Mike McDonald is the one that instituted the defensive scheme that just won Michigan the national title. We saw what he did in Baltimore, and apparently John Schneider in the opening press conference, one of the things he said is, is this guy is young, he's 36 years old, and we know a lot of the same people, and everybody that I called was was raving about this guy. And he said, and I looked in his eyes and I just said, you know, this guy's on it. He's there. He, he's ready to go. And they, um, Mike McDonald talked about that after they walked into the, the facility for the first time and, and everybody was applauding, uh, they went up and they started talking about staffing and scheme right away. So, um, I also like the addition of Leslie Frazier as, assistant head coach basically is what is what I've heard. And I think it's Leslie, I think is close to 70 himself. So it's going to kind of be, he's going to bring some experience. Although, you know, everybody talked about Pete Carroll's supposed advisor role with the team. This to me puts kind of puts that to bed. 
Uh, so I don't know. There's a lot going on with that. But what I do think they need to do is they need to prioritize offense. And what I, mm-hmm. what I will say is I am not happy. I am not happy. I believe they hired – they hired somebody for uh, special teams. I think it was somebody related to the Harbaugh's. Somebody is going to be the special team coach. I cannot remember it. The name is escaping me. Uh, but but that person basically followed uh, Mike McDonald from Baltimore, if memory serves. But it is rumored, and I have to say rumored. I can't I can't verify this. The Seahawks are interviewing Chip Kelly for their offensive coordinator position. And I will not be happy if that happens. I will not be happy because with Mike McDonald, a defensive minded coach who has said that he's going to call the plays, at least he's going to call the defensive plays to start. And then eventually it will transition to a defensive coordinator. He, they need to prioritize offense though, because with the exception of, the Seahawks drafting Russell Wilson. I felt like Pete Carroll never really prioritized offense, but t- uh, the running back position, he always prioritized. But the quarterback position, if you look at the other quarterbacks of the Pete Carroll era, um, aside from Russell Wilson, it is not exactly no shade to Geno, but you know, Geno is not a superstar in this league. He's not like a He's not a bell cow quarterback that everybody wants. Um, and before that, it was uh, it was Tavares Jackson. Tavares Jackson, in between Hasselbeck and Russell Wilson, was Tavares Jackson. They offered a contract to Matt Flynn, who had one great game as a Packer and parlayed it into a bunch of money. Hats off to Matt Flynn. And lest we forget, right after Matt Hasselbeck requi- uh, retired, uh, we had old Charlie Whitehurst in there, which, you know, I used to call him Jesus Nazareth as a joke because he looked, but that hair, that hair, man, that flow is just, yeah. yeah. So I think they need to bring in an offensive coordinator that really knows, you know, and, and can kind of, I hope they prioritize the quarterback position. I know they've got to make a, a, a decision on Gino. And Mike McDonald did say that he wanted to build an offensive system around the quarterback. He said the quarterback is the most important uh, position in the league. He wants to build an offensive system around them. So I hope that they prioritize offense, um, specifically the quarterback position, a little bit more. They've got to make that decision with Geno. I mean, right now he's saying he was saying he was very complimentary of Geno, but uh, we'll see what happens. But cautiously optimistic. I am. Okay. All right. Okay. I got you. So I did look up the uh, current staff of the Seattle Seahawks because we do real time research on this program. Yeah. Trademark 2024. (laughs) It's required. (laughs) And this is who they fill in. They fill in four spots so far. One was a holdover from Pete Carroll's staff. It's Carl Scott. He's the, he's going to be the, he's going to hold the same position he had last year, which was the defensive passing game coordinator. They hired Jay Harbaugh as special okay, teams yep, coordinator. That's what I was thinking of. Which means, yeah, so so he'll be a coach. He'll be a head coach probably the next five years, I I, I reckon. Uh, Leslie Frazier, as you mentioned, as as assistant head coach, and Kirk Olivadotti, who is expected to coach the linebackers. That's per the Seattle Times. 
uh, per Bob Condotta of the Seattle Times, who is the, I believe he's the beat staff writer uh, for the Seahawks for the Times. Yes. So yeah, those are the those are the four those are the four coaching positions that are open. I reckon that if Seattle has their eye on somebody, they're gonna wait until the Super Bowl is done because I think they might have their eye on. I I I'm just throw spaghetti at a wall and see if it sticks. Yeah, uh, but I reckon they're try try to hire somebody from the 49ers or the Chiefs to come in and fill the offensive coordinator's role. Mm-hmm. I'm just again, I'm just speculating. Don't take my word for it. It's just pure speculation. Throwing stuff at the wall, see if it sticks. <laughs> it could it could be you could be right though because John Schneider did mention that he he said no offense, but I wanted uh, he goes. This is the Super Bowl I wanted. I wanted Baltimore to lose, and I wanted Detroit to lose because they were also interviewing Ben Johnson. Um, mm-hmm. But he has stayed with Detroit, and uh, now there's some some. There's been some speculation about maybe he didn't interview so well at some spots. So I mean, who knows? Um, but apparently they got they got the man that they wanted. It uh, John Schneider said it happened fast, but that's because when we first interviewed Mike, we knew we wanted a second interview, and uh, you know we flew out to Baltimore, and then he said we flew him here, and then it would we just didn't let him leave the building. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a good thing. It's a, it's like it's similar to what the Jets did with Bob Sala or Robert Sala, big game, big game Bob Sala. <laughs> Uh, back in 2021, after they just after they set Adam Gase adrift, so, yes, which they they needed to. They they should have after that press conference. I know he catches a lot of heat for that, but I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, that was that was one moment in time as the great late great Whitney Houston sang in the 1998 Olympics. <laughs> one moment in time. So we're going to talk about some key NFL assistant coaching hires and one that comes to mind and our buddy Drew Willingham, big mm-hmm. Washington command skins football team fan. Uh, he was not, he w- clearly, if you read, if you heard my, what I read <laughs> on Saturday, <laughs> I wish I could have read it in the, the full context you know, with, with F bombs included. Yeah. But he was not a fan of the Red, the Redmanders, Redskins football team hiring one Daniel Quinn as the head coach of the team. Now, this week, they announced additional an additional hiring, and they decide to bring in former Arizona Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury to run their offense. So now, get that air raid going. Now, I hate. To put my Alex Jones tinfoil hat on, <laughs> but I'm gonna. Uh oh, I killed I killed Dustin. <laughs> Last year, Cliff Kingsbury was the passing game coordinator for one University of Southern California, and the quarterback of that one University of Southern California was Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is predicted to be one of the top picks in the draft this year. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm scratching my beard, I'm stroking my beard. For those of you who are listening, I'm stroking. My, I'm currently stroking my beard. <laughs> this this lovely this lovely face mane I currently sport. And one has to wonder if he's available at number two 
in this year's NFL draft uh, during the last weekend of April. Have we seen the Washington Red uh, Redmanders Command Skins football team play their hand as to who they might be selecting second overall in this year's NFL draft? I think that could very well be because also, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Cliff Kingsbury all but have an agreement in place to join the Raiders for the same position? Mm-hmm. And then his agent came out and said, oh, he's he's not going to the Raiders. And then all of a sudden it was, bam, he's going to the Commanders. So there, there might be something. They might have went to old Cliff and they said, hey, we're going to have the guy that you know very well, you know. Um, yeah, uh, I, I know one Raiders fan in the Capital Region who uh, who is not happy at all with Cliff Kingsbury. I believe he might have put multiple hexes on him as a result <laughs> of him spurring the Raiders. Let Jeff Levac shout out. Yeah. Levac and guys, check shout him out. out. Three, 30, 35 every day at Fox Sports 980. By the way, associate producer. Uh, oh, nice. I'll tell you how I land that spot later. So... So yeah, there's at least one Raiders fan in the area who is putting a hex on one <laughs> Clifford King Cliff Clifford Aloysius Kingsbury uh, for his I don't know if his, if his middle name. Um, I got to do some real time research because if you get that right, that will be the ultimate Encyclopedia <laughs> Ritanica moment. <laughs> oh, it's Timothy. It's Timothy. Uh, oh, all right. You were faster <laughs> on the draw. You were faster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so one Cliff. Timothy Kingsbury, uh, former New York Jets quarterback, by the way, uh, jettisoned Las Vegas and decided to go to Washington instead. But yeah, I, I'm just you know putting my tinfoil hat on. I think I think we all I think I'm pretty much I'm pretty sure that we we've seen what Washington's going to do mm-hmm. if he's available at number two. Well, and also number one. Yeah, that's the thing. And um, the other thing is hasn't. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but hasn't haven't hasn't Caleb Williams come out and kind of said that he he doesn't want to play for the Bears, he doesn't he doesn't want to play there if he's drafted. It's kind of a kind of a, or maybe his camp. I can't remember, but I I I think I remember hearing that it's kind of like an Elway to Baltimore or Manning to San Diego. Um, no, actually, situation. actually, according to one NFL insider. Uh, this is I'm I'm I'm, re, I'm just going by a headline here on a video. I don't want to play. It says why one NFL insider told Caleb Williams's camp that the Bears are a great team for him. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, yeah. So I don't know I don't if know, it's. Though. I don't know though. I'm kind of wondering if I wonder. I also kind of wonder, and again, my tinfoil hat's going on. I stroke the beard stroke is happening. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I wonder if the Bears GM is going to try to say to Washington's GM, let's make a deal. And we're going to, we're going to pirate you for whatever draft picks you have. Yeah. So, you know, we'll trade down to number two if you want number one, but you're also going to have to pay extra. Yeah. I mean, that is a thing too, because there are, there have been rumors that the bears are going to ship Justin Fields out of town and say what you want about Mr. Fields, his, his, his first couple of years in the NFL haven't exactly uh, lit everything on fire, but also in his defense, he 
He's had a couple of changing schemes, and they haven't been able to really protect him. And there's a few. I think Justin Fields, now he's going to do it differently. You know, our 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 friend may not think that uh, he is uh, quarterbacky enough for her, but but <laughs> Justin Fields has shown moments of absolute brilliance uh, in this, yeah. and I and I think if given a chance and a little bit of time and protection and consistency, he could he could really do something. So you have to wonder if the Bears are going to hang on to him as well. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of I, I wonder what's going through the head of Ryan Pace, the GM of the Bears right now. I mean, he pilfered, he pilfered the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. By swapping their number one, the, by basically swapping number one picks, and this year's pick for DJ Moore, because for some reason David Tepper said I want. I want Bryce Young as my quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, you got what you got. And CJ Stroud was number it, Frank Reich wanted CJ Stroud. Yes. That was part of the that was the rumored divisiveness is that Frank Reich was campaigning hard for CJ Stroud. And the owner just said, uh-uh. And the owner, well, let's see. Well, you saw you see how you saw how that turned out, but I think yeah. I, I I have to wonder if the reverse if the fortunes would have been reversed if CJ Stroud went one and Bryce CJ Stroud went one and Bryce Young went two. And to see if, if maybe if Bryce Young had the same success in Houston as CJ Stroud did. Yeah. I don't know for sure. Yeah. That's that's another dimension, that's another timeline uh to explore another date, but it's it is what it is. You know, That's the, something the for phase two of the no credentials verse. <laughs> We're in phase one right now. We're in phase one. Phase two. We're on the be, horn uh, with Kevin Feige to get him to produce our movies. All right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> as long as it's not the DC universe. God. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. RIP uh, to the DCEU. <laughs> more like DCEU. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but one other coaching that another assistant coach hire we kind of want to look out for. And this came out today and it kind of, I kind of did a double take when I saw it. But apparently, former New York Jets and Buffalo Bills head coach Rex Ryan huh? interviewed with the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Now his brother Rob was there as the D coordinator for, for a few years. Mm-hmm. But mm -hmm. you know, Rex, give me give me Rex over Rob of the two Ryan brothers. I'm sorry, but I never understood the hype around Rob Ryan. Rex at least backed it up all those years with uh being the D coordinator in Baltimore, and he also can't argue with his defensive vacuum in, in the years with the New York Jets. Um, but Rob, I never understood the hype behind Rob. You know, his defense has never performed well to my memory. But that would be a big personality. So that he interviewed with the Cowboys, or are they going to make the move? No, he interviewed with them. Oh, man. I saw, I saw, I saw it on the social medias this morning. That's a, big, that's a big personality in Dallas if he goes there. Yeah. Well, you know what, Rex Ryan, 
for the the teams he had in in Gotham and in Buffalo, their defenses were really good. Mm-hmm. They had really good defenses. Unfortunately, the offenses didn't really exactly pair well. Hello, CJ EJ Manuel, anyone? Yeah, <laughs> anyone? Yeah. Or Tyrod Taylor, Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick, both. Well, actually, who's there for the who's there for Todd Bowles, not for. Oh uh, yeah, Rex Ryan. When he was with the Jets, but he was with the Bills for, uh, I believe, the Rex Ryan years. But he's not a bad coordinator. He puts together yeah. very, very effective defensive game plans, just like his old man did, uh, Buddy Ryan. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's not a bad. Co- I don't think it would be a bad move if Dallas picked him up. No, I don't think so. And I think you know, I don't know. He would. He would fit the kind of image of that team a little bit because Jerry uh Jerry Jones is not going to get on somebody Aww. for saying the wrong thing in in the in the media. You know, he's not going to like Belichick him and be like, "Oh, we 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 can't be talking." You know, that's that's not going to be the way it would go. So Rex Ryan would allow all that personality to come out. I still remember his his when they did the the Jets did hard knocks <laughs> and it was his years and he's like giving the team a speech, and he's like, "Now let's go get a." He goes, "Let's go, let's go get, get a GD snack." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, oh, I love that. I'll, I'll, I'll find, I need to find that clip and play it. Let's yeah, it. and go, and go, you know what? I have GD to do snack. it. I have to do it. If the Cowboys hire him, they're hoping that uh, their defense will be a step ahead of the rest. I had to get a foot joke in there. I had to. <laughs> well, so did your uncle. He said, it, "Hope Rex doesn't put his foot in his neck. <laughs> or his wife." Me to it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you or, imagine? Or his... He goes, he goes, Jerry. Before we make this thing official, take off your shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I'm, I wonder if his wife if, if his wife would get a Dak, Pre- Dak Prescott tattoo. If, oh yeah, maybe. So allegedly, she allegedly she has a Mark Sanchez. Either her or Rex has a, has a Mark Sanchez tattoo somewhere. Oh man, the Sanchez. Oh man, what could have been? What could yeah. have been? Yeah. So one key assistant who's not currently employed is one that is very notable, and I kind of wonder why Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy is still is looking for a job. He was an offensive. I think he was the associate head coach with Washington last year. Yeah, he was the OC in he was the OC in Kansas City. And I kind of wonder what's going on there. There I, I, is it a case of I wonder if it's just he's just being passed over for other OCs. Hey, Seattle's looking for an OC. Yeah, I would. Maybe that might work for them. Kidding? I would love Eric Bieniemy coming in. It's a lot better than Chip Kelly. I just vomited. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, this is the one that baffles me the most. Uh, and I'd love love to hear more of your thoughts on it because, to me, there were rumors that he he maybe didn't interview the best or has 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 a personality that can rub some people the wrong way. And there's got to be some truth to it now because. He was, I mean, Andy Reid endorsed him so many times and is saying this man should be a head coach. And he gets a ton of interviews. And and um, in Washington, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was the understanding that once Ron Rivera was no longer the coach, 
Eric Bieniemy was basically like next man up. Like they had tagged mm -hmm. him to be the head coach. And then as almost a, like two days after Dan Quinn is hired, he comes out and says, Eric Bieniemy will not be retained. It was like a meet. Like it was. So there's got to be some, you know, fire to this smoke. I don't know what it is. I have to wonder if that move, if that move was made, the, when Ron Rivera steps down, Eric Bieniemy is the head coach. I wonder if that happened before the full takeover of the Josh Harris ownership group. And they saw what happened this year, and they said, nope, we got to start from scratch. We got to blow it up, start from scratch. Yeah. Let's look for a new head coach. And they hired Dan Quinn, of all people. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, another retread getting hired in the NFL. But rather than bring Eric Bieniemy back. But, it, you know, I, I don't know. It could be the fact that he doesn't. He might have a he might have an abrasive personality. I don't know. I I've, I haven't heard any haven't heard any reports to the contrary from players. Any testimonies from players from other coaches? Haven't heard the fact that he doesn't interview well. I mean, look, I mean, look. I'll be honest. When I go out for a job interview, I'm not the best interview either. Oh yeah, no way. <laughs> I mean, none of us are. I mean, when you when you're when you're when you're trying to interview for a very important position or a promotion, it's if you come up if you come up as nervous make a different impression of you yeah and i mean i am a nervous interviewer i haven't had to do it much but i definitely am a nervous uh interviewer and candidly uh i've had to step into some new roles at my job and guess what i don't excel at all of them i i, I do okay at some but i don't excel at all of them you know mm -hmm. yeah but i have to wonder if he's gonna get if he's going to get a, a uh i think he'll, he'll, land, he'll land on his feet somewhere Yes. Somewhere. And you know what would be, would be really funny? <clears throat> I would say funny, but really interesting if he lands back at his alma mater of University of Colorado. Mm -hmm. He won a natty at that. He won a natty there. And I'm sure Coach Prime would love to have another NFL type, uh, another NFL, NFL type coach because he, he's bringing in Warren Sapp as a defensive yeah. coach next year. A defensive, he's going to bring in Warren Sapp as his defensive line coach next year. If he brings in Eric Bieniemy to run that offense in some shape or form, or be an associate head coach, you're Colorado Buffaloes, dust. You're Colorado <laughs> Buffaloes. Could be going places next year when they when they go back to the Big Twelve. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, well, and also, not only does Seattle have an opening at OC, which Eric, we'd love to have you in the Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. Let me speak as a representative of the team, <laughs> <laughs> but. I will say, what if he went to the Raiders, recently spurned by Cliff Kingsbury, goes to the Raiders. He knows the Chiefs very well, obviously, from his time there. They're one of the chief divisional rivals. And it seems to me like a perfect uh, marriage. Um, you know, Antonio Pierce, defensive-minded head coach, defensive guy, rounded that defense into form amidst the uh, Josh McDaniels turmoil. And you bring in Eric Bieniemy to run that offense with with some weapons, you know. Uh, Aiden O'Connell, is he, is he going to light the world on fire as quarterback? But he may not be their quarterback next year. Who knows? But you got – you've well, got – uh, You've got uh, Devontae Adams. That may go a long way in having him stay because I just read on the social media before the show that the Raiders have brought in Chad Johnson 
for a position. And, and Antonio Pierce tweeted something to the effect of, I'm bringing in former NFL greats like number 85 to coach number 17. You know, something like that. So uh, that would be – you put the enemy in Vegas, I think you got something. Well, provided – Devontae Adams is in traded to a team like, say, the uh, uh, New York yeah, Jets. The New York but I do Jets. have some breaking news for you, Dustin. I do okay. have some breaking news. All right. Uh, the breaking news is that the Las Vegas Raiders did announce the hiring of an OC yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Luke Getsy, G-E-T-S-Y, who was the offensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears. Uh, for the last two seasons, so ah, well, then <laughs> just leaves that opening even more desirable for Eric Bieniemy to go to Seattle if he I, wants it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I apologize to everybody because I was not up on that. So I guess you can disregard uh, all of what I just said. <laughs> but that's why it's live. <laughs> <laughs> hey you didn't know i mean i did on. not I mean, know clearly i did not know because yeah. i'm like putting together this soliloquy about what a perfect marriage eric the and antonio pierce would be <laughs> well what i i don't have Oops. a sound i don't have a i don't have a sad trombone uh, yeah yeah <laughs> so I'll, so i'll play this one instead no! yeah oh that definitely qualifies thank you Homer. all right <laughs> So we're going to go to the comments section before we take our lone commercial break tonight. Today, uh, we got our friend Sap in the chicken sports ball <laughs> and always with the pink hand emoji. Dr. Lady Esquire says uh, Charlie Whitehurst was a Johnny Damon lookalike. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Charlie Whitehurst was that flow. That flow is like that, that. It rivaled like the hockey flow you see out there. Yeah, yeah. But that's really all he had going for him. <laughs> Wonko says, if the Niners lose the Super Bowl, when would that formula work? Super, uh, in parentheses, superstars around a young, cheap, above-average quarterback, as opposed to the superstar quarterback mode. Mahomes, Allen, Buff, Burrow, Jackson, Stafford types? Um, I don't know. It's a good question. It's a good question. It uh, but I think, they, I, think they be, I think Shanahan and the rest of the staff believe in Brock Purdy that much yeah. that, that they want to keep him around for a long time. He's there, he basically has taken command of that offense yeah. and he's, he's got the respect of the rest of the, of the, of the team. So, yeah. And I mean, they believe in him clearly because they were able to, and I, and I got to take my hat off to the 49ers for doing this because most teams would not. But they basically admitted, hey, we made a mistake drafting. I mean, I believe he was their, he was their first round pick, uh, Trey, uh, Trey uh, Lance. Yeah, Trey Lance. And they basically said, oh, we got to trade him to the Cowboys because, because Brock Purdy did so well that they were basically like, uh, we screwed this up. And they were able, they were willing to jettison. A first round pick for a fourth round pick. It's not like it's not like they got a haul from the Cowboys for one Trey Lance. No. So no. And Trey Lance is a project quarterback. So um we'll see what happens if if and when Dak Prescott is injured next year. Your Uncle Alice at your Uncle Alice asked a great question. He says if, if is Justin Fields having the same start to his career as Alex Smith did? 
That is an excellent question That's because an everybody question. Yeah, everybody. I remember you go go back in the time machine uh, with me, will you, to the 2004 NFL draft, and Alex Smith gets picked overall. Well, I think it was 2005. My apologies, but he gets picked first overall, and he goes to I believe Mike Nolan was the head coach of the 49ers at this time, <laughs> and. Um, he did not have an auspicious start and everybody and all the naysayers for Alex Smith, which I remember one of the biggest detractions against Alex Smith, according to analysts, they, they said, oh, his hands are too small. He can't grip the football. He's not going to be able to make the throws at the NFL level. And all of those people, because of the start that he had, were like, oh, see, see, look at this. But then he, then he started to figure it out. And, Let's not forget, he was still the starter in KC while one Patrick Mahomes sat for a year and learned from Alex Smith until he was injured. And you have to wonder what could have been because he was doing decent things in Washington as well prior to that horrific injury he suffered. So hats off to Uncle Al for that one. That's a good comparison. He's continuing with the puns too. Uh, sleeping with Bienemy. <laughs> the Bienemy of my Bienemy is my friend. Uh, keep your friends closer and your Bienemy is closer. Okay, that's enough, Al. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see Dr. you Sunday. Lee, we'll see you Sunday. We'll see you Sunday. <laughs> and I'm bringing my chili, so I know you're a fan. I know you're yeah. a fan. Dr. Lady Esquire says, I'd like to meet someone who does interview well. Yeah. Yes, yes. She would know she's a lawyer. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And well, hence the Esquire at the end of the mm-hmm. day. And a doctor and, as well. And a doctor. Hey, I keep too happy. It's that kind of economy. You have to have multiple jobs in this economy, you know? And uh, Wonko says, love the thought of the enemy in Seattle. Be enemy mine. Yeah. Kelly, no. Be enemy, yes. John, we know, we know you're listening. We know you're listening. We know you're a big fan of the show. Coach Mike McDonald, happy to have you aboard. Please don't hire Chip Kelly. Yeah, you yeah you you've uh you already got swindled by Joe Douglas for that Wall uh, <laughs> Adams trade and then signing up to that huge extension which you'll probably have to jettison him out uh in the spring. We'll see though. All right, so we're gonna take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're talking about streaming the streaming wars with this new venture that's coming out very soon. So take a quick commercial break. You are tuned in to No Credentials Required. Are you ready to elevate your sports betting experience? Look no further than DraftKings Sportsbook. Why choose DraftKings Sportsbook? Unmatched variety. Bet on your favorite sports leagues or discover new ones to follow. Live betting. Test your instincts and feel the adrenaline as you bet in real time while the game unfolds. Promotions and boosted odds. DraftKings keeps the excitement going with a range of promotions, odds boosts, and special offers and a user-friendly interface. Whether you're a seasoned better or new to the game, DraftKings' intuitive platform makes placing bets a breeze. Ready to dive in? Billy Up Sports has partnered with DraftKings Sportsbook to give you an exclusive offer. Sign up at dkng.co forward slash bellyup150 and new customers will get $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet $5 or more. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your love for sports to the next level. Sign up today and let the games begin. Please gamble responsibly. 21 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. That's right, folks. The big game is on Sunday. That means there's prop bets. There's fun bets. 
like the prop, the prop bets. There's part single game parlays. There's multiple touchdown, there's first touchdown uh, uh, bets. Yeah, bet get look. Bet, do your sportsbook responsibly. But if you're in a state that allows sportsbook, we encourage you here at No Credentials Required to use DraftKings. And if you go to the link in our description, which that handsome man in the in the commercial. Uh, voiceover mentioned, which is dkng.co forward slash bellyup150. New customers, get a fi- you put in a $5 deposit and you get up to $200 in bonus bets. So you can bet on first touchdown. You can bet on anytime, football, anytime touchdown score, money line, spreads, prop bets. Prop bets are the fun bets uh, to do during big game time. So use the link in the description. Uh, and a promo and again, dkng.co forward slash belly up 150. You save 50%. You give you get every new customer gets a five on a puts out a five dollar deposit. You get up to $200 in bonus bets. We encourage you to go to that today. And I might make some, I might give some, give some uh, interesting. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't next to nothing about sports book. <laughs> Although <laughs> last night, last night, I did put a same game parlay for any time score for. Connor McDavid, which he got a goal. There we unfortunately, go. Unfortunately, yeah. I took I took uh, Oilers on the puck line, and that did not work out. So it's my fault. It's my fault the Oilers lost last night. I am, I'm so sorry. Uh, but yeah, go to if you want to do some earn a little bit of cash. And again, we encourage you to remember bet responsibly. So nothing too too big that you can't afford. Like don't put your don't put your mortgage on a, a single bet. Okay, don't do that. That's irresponsible. But yes, use our link in the description, dkng.co forward slash bellyup150. So I discovered this yesterday. I was going through the social medias and I happened to find that there is a new sports streaming venture that is coming very, very soon. The Wall Street Journal broke this yesterday. Uh, Both Joe Flint and Isabella Simonetti of the Wall Street Journal. I just saw the, the headline. I didn't read it because I think I need a paid subscription to read it. Wow. Of course. Lame subscriptions. But the title of this article was Fox, Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers Discovery, and Disney create new sports streaming venture service to be available to ESPN Plus, Hulu, and Max subscribers. So I'll have to look this up. But basically, there are three networks basically coming together and saying, all right, we got to combine, we're going to combine forces. We're going to offer even more sports to our customers. So for example, if you already have an ESPN plus subscription or Hulu subscription and you have ESPN plus, you're going to miss out on some of the games, NHL games. If you're an NHL fan like me, you miss out on the Wednesday night games uh, that TNT or TBS release uh, airs yeah so you miss those games they also miss out on the winter classic because tnt and tbs uh turner turner sports warner brothers discovery i think they're the ones who are going to be airing the winter classic on january 1st for the next couple of years they've made the last couple seasons including this season and I, they, I guess they made the announcement the other nhl made the announcement the other day that the next winter classic is going to be back at wrigley field next season and the Blackhawks take on the Blues at Wrigley Field. So that like that game will likely be on TNT or TBS. But that's what I want to get your thoughts on this. 
got another sports streaming service. Is it worth it? We've already got so many services right now yeah. that are vying for your attention. I have multiple, I have multiple streaming services myself. I do. And that includes Hulu. I don't have ESPN plus because um, right now, because it's just too expensive. I mean, they keep jacking up the price every single year. And I got to yeah. wonder if the price of max and ESPN plus and Hulu will just go up exponentially again because they're offering this new sports streaming service. Is this basically, is this combination just, are they trying to replace cable? What's yeah. going on here? What's your thoughts on this? Well, that's the thing. You know, I have often, and I get it, I'll take some heat for the house phone. It was part of the bundle, okay, when I signed up uh, for Fios. I'm happy to have Fios where I am here. The internet. If you want, to, if you want to leave a voicemail on the no credentials required voicemail line, call five. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do it someday. Now, um, the thing is, though, I stuck with cable because I couldn't find a sports package. I couldn't find. I wanted to cut the cord. I wanted to cut the cord. Um, years ago to save money but the thing that kept me with cable was sports because um you know there were so many like hulu had some sports but they didn't have everything and then uh the big thing playstation tv was the one that almost got me but then that was that was defunct because they had I loved playstation tv I loved yeah PlayStation I, that was a great service. Yes, I was ready. I was ready to cut because they had the most complete package at the time, but then they folded. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to wait this out because YouTube TV, yes, it would have been cheaper than my cable package. But by the time you started putting on the sports add-ons, the difference ended up to my crappy math. I'm not a great uh, math person. was like negligible. And now I see that that's what everybody's like, oh, uh, streaming is going to kill cable. No, it's not, because now they're just making streaming into cable. That's what they're doing. You, it, It's basically, remember years ago, well, you grew up, you're, you're it, from the same area I am. Uh, so remember when Time Warner at the time, they offered the, the package where, oh, pick these channels. Instead of picking one of our like three packages Pick mm -hmm. these channels, and that's what you get, and you pay a rate. That's what streaming is now. You're picking mm -hmm. what you want to watch, and people people will do it. And I don't blame them at all. Yeah. Like yeah, back when, it's, yeah, yeah, back it's, when it's, HBO, it's basically, it's basically a la carte yes. TV. Yeah, and now to your point, they're gonna jack the prices up, and because they're gonna have to to try to you know, and it's just gonna be. I mean, I'm probably just going to end up keeping cable because there are there's too many streaming services now, and you already can't. You, I love watching TV. All right, I realize I should be reading more. It's something that I want to try to change in this in the new year. But I love watching TV, and I have made the joke many times that I would I will be dead long before I get through everything on my Netflix queue, and that's just yeah. one service and i have multiples mm -hmm. i have prime i have hulu i have disney yep. plus you know it's it's crazy yeah i mean when i was a kid we had cable for as long as we had cable um you get the channels you got yeah all the way up to nickelodeon and that's it 
That was pretty Nickelodeon much it. Then was we got 33. <laughs> Nickelodeon was channel 33, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then as we got into the 90s and television became more segmented, and I think it was all over for sports. Not all over, but I would say it's when ESPN made its second network, ESPN2. Yeah, that's when things started to ramp up because ESPN two was basically the NHL network before the NHL network was a thing. Mm-hmm. Because that's where they that's where the ES that's where ESPN put all their NHL games. They said, "All right, we don't have enough. We don't, we can't give enough attention to the NHL on a regular network because we're also broadcasting baseball. We're broadcasting baseball. We're broadcasting the NFL from I think week weeks nine through sixteen or 17 back in the day because yeah. TNT had, because back in the day, TNT and ESPN split Sunday night football. Oh, I had forgotten about that. Yeah. And wasn't there, wasn't there like Thursday night football on like TNT or, or ESPN? One of them, because I remember, I remember way back in like 2001, this was the, this, there was a game and I, and I will remember this. This is where I like borderline. I can remember certain things like crazy. There was a game. Mm-hmm. And Ricky Waters was the running back for the Seahawks, and he went down, and he was injured, and he was tearing it up. And Sean mm-hmm. Alexander went in and just lit, lit. He blew the fuse off, and it was against mm-hmm. the Raiders. And I was like, "Who's this Sean Alexander guy? He's awesome!" Look, I'm old enough to remember there being a Friday night game during the NFL season, and I believe it was a Friday night game it was between Denver and Seattle. That was back in like 19 the 1980s. Oh yeah, um, but. But no, I mean, when ESPN two hit, I, that's when the sports that's when the sports cable landscape that's when the cable landscape started to change. Period, because you got more segmented you got more segmented networks like Discovery. Discovery, I love Discovery Channel when I was a kid. Shark mm-hmm. Week, Shark oh, Week yeah. was my was my jam for one week during the summer every year. Not so much anymore, but you get, you you started segmenting networks, and you got the home shopping channels, then you got HGTV, the Food Network. Um, History so, Channel, TLC, History Channel, learning the TLC, which was supposed to be the learning channel, but now it's just absolute garbage. <laughs> reality shows. Yeah. yeah. My six hundred pound life. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry for you. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm chubby too. Give me a break. <laughs> but but then you get started getting into why you started getting to the era of cable uh, internet. With what used to be Roadrunner, mm-hmm. now it's just now it's just Spectrum Cable. Used to be Roadrunner that that Time Warner Cable used to offer high speed internet. You get high mm-hmm. speed internet, then YouTube comes along, then you start to get streaming services. Netflix, you could originally I I remember when <laughs> originally you, you you rented DVDs. Oh yeah, you rented out DVDs and then they changed to streaming, which I used to stream on my Nintendo Wii. That was my first streaming platform as well, Nintendo Wii. We would like to play. And you remember, Ryan, you had to put a disc in the Wii to make it stream. You got a special disc Mm -hmm. from Netflix. Yep. (laughs) And then we started getting a little bit more ridiculous with the streaming services. Uh, Peacock comes along. You know, that was the first, that was the first real network, uh, I mean, actually, Hulu. You could say, actually you say Hulu yeah, was the Hulu was, yeah. with with broadcasting repeats of television shows instead of having to go to the DVR on your cable box. You can just you can just follow the show on Hulu. 
and it's on streaming. Then it went to Peak, then you got Peacock, then you got Paramount Plus, and all of a sudden you got the all these services. Hey, cut the cable, it'll save you so much money. Oh, okay. Yeah. But then you get subscription after subscription after subscription, and it starts to add up. And now we're getting to this era. We're going to this era now where Hulu, Warner Brothers, uh, no, Fox, Warner Brothers, Disney, they're combining forces. And now they're going to speed. Uh, and I, I guess uh, reading the very limited reading on the article that I found, uh, and apparently every sports league was kept in the dark until Wall, the Wall Street Journal broke this story yesterday. So wow. they didn't know this was going to happen. And mm. I would be pissed Ooh. if I was a commissioner of a, of a sports league right now. And apparently what they're trying to do is that they're trying to the, the, the both between both services, they're trying to uplift pro basketball and football. And now with college football being the way it is with the big 10 and the sec combining forces, they're going to take on the NCAA. And I think they're going to win because I think they're sick of what the NCAA is doing. Now we've got NIL. Now we've got so many teams jumping to those two leagues that they're going to, they're right now, I believe, Peacock shows mostly the Big Ten. I think starting this season, the SEC is going to be primarily on ESPN. Mm -hmm. And I think college football on CBS is going to show games here and there. They still they still have the Army Navy game. They're going to have the Army Navy game for for forever. But I think this goes to show that not well, not only cutting the cord isn't isn't really worth it. It may, may not be worth it in the long run, but mm -hmm. you've got so many companies trying to get your attention yes. to spend your hard-earned dollar on their services. And if they just if they if Hulu increases the price, if Max increases the price, because I, I guess with Max you can add tiers. Yeah, there's multiple tier tiers. Add on, which that is that is coming to Amazon Prime now too. Uh, there's an ad tier and an ad-free tier. And, um, you know, more of them are going to going to do that. I wouldn't be surprised if eventually Netflix gets there. It's been rumored. Yeah. Well, um, I, I, rec I recently had to add on the ad free option on Amazon Prime. They switched yeah. over to ad ads and you pay an extra three bucks a month if you want to have ad free services. And it, it's a bummer. But this is, this is where we are now. This is yeah. where we are now. And eventually, eventually the consumer is going to talk back. Eventually, the consumer is going to talk back, and I think with this new sports streaming service, this the service, if these companies increase the price and they yeah. do it in such a way that it's going to break somebody's budget, customers are going to talk with their. The customers always vote with their dollars, mm -hmm. and they will cut their subscription and either go somewhere else or they'll go back to cable. Yeah, because it might not just it just might not be worth it to have all these subscriptions. And they keep jacking up the price. Well, the cable package. Well, the cable. I, I mean, I haven't, I haven't had cable TV in a while. Mm -hmm. My last, I think my last Spectrum subscription was in 2013, 2014. And I could, I don't, I didn't need the box. I can just stream on my Roku because yeah. Spectrum has an app on Roku which you could use. Mm -hmm. So either way, your the consumer is. Consumers kind of screwed. Yeah, and the thing is, I think what you hit the nail on the head is that you, 
even let's say you're the most avid sports fan in the world and you watch everything, right? Then you've got to have every streaming service because, oh, guess what? You know what I forgot? Apple TV has a deal where, like, they have Friday night baseball games. Like, yep. so they have certain games. And Amazon Prime's got Yankee games every every once in a while. I can't remember mm -hmm. uh, the – the but they have some it's kind Friday, of deal. Yeah, Friday nights. Unless, yeah, unless, okay. they unless it's on <clears throat> Apple TV, uh, Amazon Prime, I think it also might depend on the, your locale. Yeah. Like, we get yeah. Yankee games. Yeah, we do. We get the we get the Yankee games on Prime, and then you've got, um, you know, oh, oh, this person has, like, we have some NBA games, but not all of them, and we have, and we've got them over here, and it 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 just is. So then you, as a sports fan, are left scrambling. Like, if you want to catch everything, and the other option for me, and I always thought these were prohibitively expensive, even though I always I always wanted them. But prior to Red Zone, I love Red Zone, which now NFL Plus is its own thing. You can get you can yeah, get that. You can get you can get that on NFL <clears throat> Plus, yeah. But um, you know, I used to think there's no way I would get the center ice package or the or the NBA league pass or the NFL, you know, whatever the the equivalent was. But Sunday ticket. Yeah, but well the yeah, Sunday ticket on direct TV all those years, but you know. It's it's gonna be like that because by the time you end up um, uh, getting all these streaming services to try to catch all the sports that you want to to get, you may as well just pay the premium price if you're that much of a fan. Pay for the league pass because guess what? You can get any NBA game you want. Pay for MLB uh, extra innings because you can get any game you want. Pay, pay for center ice because you can get any game you want. It, it's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. Now, here's my question. The one thing that has driven me nuts with these leagues is their blackout restrictions. Yeah. It drives, they drive me up a wall. So if you get, for example, you get MLB, the league pass every year, or whatever it's called. Yeah. I don't remember the name of it, but you get MLB it was extra every innings, year. but I don't know. Extra innings. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, extra innings. You get NH, you get MLB extra innings. You are blacked out from watching Yankees games and Mets games if you live in this area because mm. they own because they're the rights holders to this particular area. If you want me to pay for a certain, if you want, I mean, look, look, if Max or or Bleacher Report Sports, BR Sports, which is their primary service because that's what that's who Discovery Warner Brothers Discovery owns, Bleacher Report. If you want me to add, to add your service. Or if Hulu wants me to upgrade ESP to ESPN Plus, you need to convince those leagues to lift their blackout restrictions because I will not pay one cent, one cent, just so I just so I I can't, for example, I, I can't watch certain New Jersey Devils games mm -hmm. because on I mean we have a Fubo subscription, so we share. My dad has a Fubo subscription, so he shares. He shares the sign-on with, uh, with and profiles with his kids. Yeah, primarily my sister and myself. I can't watch certain New Jersey Devils games because they'll have either the Knicks, mm -hmm. the Rangers, the Islanders, or the Sabers. Sabers, yep. Instead I was going to say Sabers of my New Jersey Devils, and 
if I try to go to ESPN Plus and watch the game, oh, you're restrict. You're in an area that has blacked out. That has blackout restrictions. And whenever I go to customer service for ESPN Plus and say, hey, I'm paying extra amount of dollars per month. I want to watch. I want to watch my New Jersey Devils. That's my favorite team. Their solution is, oh, just get a VPN. Just get a VPN yeah. <laughs> and set it to a different local area, and you should be able to watch the game on there. No, I'm not getting a VPN because I live in the, basically the same viewing area as Rangers fans and Sabres fans and Islanders fans. I should yeah. be able to watch a New Jersey Devils game with no blackout restrictions whatsoever because I'm technically in a Sabres or Rangers market. And as your Uncle Al has astutely said, you want pirates? This is yep. how you get pirates. Yep, of course. People will find the means. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And Dr. Lady Esquire says blackout restrictions are because the team wants you to go to the game in person. We live three, three and a half hours north of Yankee Stadium, City Field, MetLife Stadium, Madison Square Garden, UBS Arena, Barclays Center, and the Prudential Center. It's expensive to go to those games. Look, I went a couple. I went last month with my with one of my buddies to a New Jersey Devils games. We watched the we watched the Devils play Connor Bedard for three shifts. Yeah, <laughs> and the Chicago yeah. Blackhawks. That was that ticket alone. The one ticket for alone was one hundred and five dollars. Yeah. Plus, I'm paying for gas. Plus, mm-hmm. I'm paying for tolls. Plus, I'm paying for dinner and drinks before the game. Plus, I'm paying for beers at the game. Yeah. Fifteen bucks for a beer at Prudential Center. Oh Gee yeah. Whiz. Yeah. That's a th- that's a easily that's easily a $150 to $200 night. Mm-hmm. And we drove back the same day. So if yeah. you expect me so if you're going to black out to make me go to a game in person, pay for part of my ticket. Give me cons- give me a reason to go. Give me a reason to drive down drive three and a half hours to your arena to go to a game. Make give me an incentive to go. Yeah, and I mean, we love, right, right. everybody loves going to see, well, I, I won't say everybody, but I love going to see live sports every once in a while. But you just you just laid out why it's, it's cost prohibitive, and uh, especially in certain times. And the thing is, forget trying to do that as a family of four. You know, you go down and you, you got, you, you want to take your kids to a game, you got to, yeah, it's just... It's crazy. Not every people can't do that. Sometimes it's a. Uh, that's why, honestly, um, one of my one of my favorite things to do is go to the Valley Cats games around here because yeah. they're reason they're reasonably priced and it's and it's good good baseball game and you can still you know take the kids to the ballpark and you're not going to break the bank and they get to see a game and there's fireworks after so yeah. so that's how support the minor league teams sometimes because exactly. And that's local why we, teams. That's why, that's why we always say in this program, go support your local teams. I mean, I, am I going to pay with, and this is with ticket with Ticketmaster fees or SeatGeek or whatever, no, SeatGeek.com for uh, use promo code BellyUpSports for your first order, $20 off, $50 or more. But the cheapest seats at, at the Devils, uh, for Devils game, and it's going to depend on who they play. If they play the rate, if they play a division rival like Philadelphia, yeah. Rangers, the Islanders, it's going to cost you more. 
for the the seats that we got when we went down New Year's Eve 2021. Yes. Those were at the time those were I believe they were 75 each. Yeah. For my game last month for the Blackhawks, it was 105 for that same section. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to the lower bowl, it's going to cost me almost $200 for a ticket to go to a game. Yeah. Now, look at half an hour north of where I am in Glens Falls, the mm-hmm. Adirondack Thunder, 25 bucks. Yeah. 25 bucks to go to get inside and watch what is actually a very good team this year. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and yeah, it, it, the thing that sucks about all these streaming services and check and possibly checking up the price with the blackout fee and with the blackout restrictions, because they want me to go see a game. I can't go see a game. If you're, if you're charged, if I'm getting charged a certain amount of money for streaming service, when I can't watch the game period, because you've blacked out the game in my area or MSG's not showing the game period. Yeah. So and it's also and I and it, it's so funny that we are considered a Sabres market because even even there there's times where you know, let's say the Oilers are playing the Devils. I'm like, "Sweet, I get to watch an Oilers game and it's not in an ungodly hour." So mm-hmm. I go to MSG Plus and and the Sabres are on. I'm like, "Okay, so then yeah. I go to MSG and the uh, the Rangers are on. I'm like, okay. And then I or go the to next. MSG uh, whatever and and the, the, the Sabres are there. And I'm like, yeah, we're yeah. further I from even, Buffalo than New Jersey. I downloaded the MSG Plus app on my phone so I could try to watch a Devils game. Nope, same thing. It's either it, on a game night when either the Rangers or the Sabres are playing. I get one of those two. I don't yeah. get the New Jersey Devils. And apparently and, and what and about if it's the Islanders and the Devils are playing? What do you what do you get? Either Islanders or Devils. I know no, tomorrow no. night, I know tomorrow night the Devils are playing the Flames at home. They're going to be on one of the MSG networks. Mm-hmm. And I guess that I guess MSG I read somewhere out to look into a little bit further. MSG and yes, Yankees Entertainment and Sports Network. They're going to combine forces next year. I guess they're going to do some crossovers. So, well, that's um, surprising. And also, and, and you know what? Also, yes, the app. You can get the app for yes, and you can sign up for their services. You pay 100 bucks a year, and you get all 162 Yankee games, provided they're not playing on, they're not being featured on Sp- uh, Fox Sports 1 or Apple, and you get all 82 New Jersey, or Brook, New Jersey. I want to do back back to New Jersey. Uh, yeah, Brooklyn yeah, Nets Brooklyn Nets games. Yeah. Plus, you get all the college games you want too, but it's like, to me, I'm kind of going a little bit uh, tangent here with the New Jersey Devils because that's my team. Their broadcast rights with MSG ends at the end of this season. And I was hoping, I'm praying, there would be a bidding war between MSG, Yes Network, and Sports NY, SNY. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's New York. Yeah, because they've got the Mets, don't they? SNY, I think they have the Mets. Yep. Yeah, they have the Mets. I'm surprised they haven't tried to buy for the service for the uh, broadcast rights for the Islanders. Um, well, they should long, because long, I yeah. know a long, long time ago the the Yankee there was a there was a uh, sports company called Yankee Nets where it was basically George Steinbrenner owning a piece of the New Jersey Nets. They also owned a piece of the New Jersey Devils too. 
Mm. So I'm surprised when Yes came into uh, Yes started their network that they didn't try to get the New Jersey Devils to come on their network. Mm-hmm. But we'll yeah, see. but we'll see. I don't know. It's always it's always funny because I always felt like and it, and it's not always like this, but it seems like a lot of people in New York. It's like Yankees, Rangers, Knicks, and then mm-hmm. Mets, Jets uh uh islanders islanders and like nets you know or whatever so See, i'm the outlier yeah yankees jets devils yeah yeah <laughs> you're you're checking all the boxes there and i and i, and I have no basketball affi- i have no basketball yeah. affiliation I'm a, I'm a free agent although i am watching a little bit of the knicks this year to see how they're doing because they're doing pretty well this year they're third in the eastern conference so i'm yeah they are they are doing there. they are doing although, pretty well Although you will never catch me at a, at a Madison Square Garden venue at the Madison Square Garden venue because Jimmy Dolan yeah. still owns that team, uh, he, I'll never walk into MSG until he's until he's in the ground. Does this mean that I can um, I can uh, safely say you will not be attending uh, JD and the Straight Shot show that I bought us tickets for? <laughs> I'm not just sure. I'm positive. <laughs> We're going to take one more quick visit to the comment section before we get out of here. Wonka the Saint saying, Eric to the Rams equals the enemy of the state of Washington. <laughs> He's not going to the Rams. I guess I guess Mike LaFleur Mike is calling the plays down there. So, yeah, well, good for him. I guess he got landed a job after he got fired from the Jets last year. Yeah, but that's uh, another Dr. Lady, Dr. Lady Esquire, over under on how many times the camera will pan to Taylor Swift. Um... I don't know if this is a prop bet on DraftKings, but I'm going to say for the over-under, I'm going to say the over-under I'm setting is seven. That's not including post-game or pre-game. That's a, that's a strong, that's a strong number. And you know what? I don't, you know, I don't really care. We see Taylor smiling and dancing in the, in the, in the box. Doesn't bother me. Uh, letter support, letter support, uh, kill a trab. I think that's his name on one of the socials. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know if you, if you heard about the, the psyop theory out there that some people are saying it's a psy, it's a, it's a, it's a psychological operation by the CIA that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are dating. And it's just a plot to get trapped to fright by Travis Kelsey to get more people to get the shot. And, uh, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift is, uh, wants people to vote for for a certain presidential candidate it's did you it's uh, all over the place did you uh was jesse ventura on those form forums i have you, the it's documents a, it's, it's it's i i had the documents <laughs> it's, it's just it's a psychological operation by the cia for taylor swift is is is, is dating is dating uh uh travis kelsey and uh i had the documents that he's going to give us more more shots and uh travis and uh and uh and Taylor Swift is going to make us vote for Joe Biden in the next presidential election. I have the documents, but I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions, folks. I live in my undisclosed location in the Gulf of Tonkin, and I will underground be watching, location. I will be the watching Col- the game via satellite. In an under this underground bunk, this undisclosed bunker in in Minnesota somewhere, Minnesota somewhere. I won't tell you where. It's one of the. It's in one of the ten thousand lakes. I'm just again, folks. I'm just asking questions, but I have documents. <laughs> Your uncle Al says, "Warner Brothers Discovery can eat a Richard." 
They're charging me four times what I paid last year for the same sports coverage. Yeah, see, that's that's the thing, and that's why everybody said, "Oh, cutting the cutting the cords is going to be good because the cable companies jack the prices up on you." Uh, so do streaming services, everybody. So do streaming services. So yep. do they. But and I will say, it's not as if Fios has jacked the price up on me a little bit, but they at least warn you in advance. The thing that I like about Fios is they're like, your bill will increase next month. Here's the amount it's going to increase, and here's why. And mm. ever increasingly rare these days, but they'll say, your bill was a little cheaper this month. Here's why. <laughs> you know? I had the documents that Verizon Fios is, is checking up the prices on purpose to stay competitive with Spectrum. <laughs> it's all part of the psychological operation to increase because of the increase of inflation. I'm just asking questions. Dr. Lady Esquire says, I had cable until last year. Civic Bundle kind of works out when the pets aren't worth watching anymore. See, that's you hit the nail on the head, Dr. Lady, the good doctor. That's why, because you didn't you don't have to worry about the sports as much anymore. <laughs> nope. Nope. She's also an Angels fan, so her teams are not worth watching, that's for sure. Oh, and we, which we discussed on our Discord channel. Which Link in the description. Come join us on Discord. Yeah, Discord join us. The now. Discord channel is is uh, is popping off a little bit, as the yeah. kids like to say. Yeah, don't be a Richard in in the Discord channel, by the way. Yeah, don't be a Richard. We'll we'll ban. We'll I'll, I'll have to drop the ban hammer. Uh, Wonko <laughs> says I only have Prime Thursday night football. Hard to justify any sports package as a bar manager at at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> uh, your uncle Al says Max Max BR Sports. Add-on is a hundred bucks. Rip. Whoa! Rip off! <laughs> Rip off! Doctor Lady Esquire says, "I'm in Montana and I'm blacked out for Mariners games." That makes I, no sense. That makes no sense at all. <laughs> oh my god! What the flip? Ugh. Oh man! Latina and Cali says hello. Welcome to saying I'll give you the. I'll give you the last word tonight. Thanks, everyone. Happy Hump Day. Yes, happy Hump Day to you as well, sir. And join our Discord. Join our Discord, yeah. Wonko. You'll yeah. we'll have some good sports discussions there. I've I've got I've got a channel on our on the on on the server. It's called Obscure Sports Quarterly. So anything like uh, that's not covered on our channel, like I don't know, cricket, high lie, mm -hmm. uh, Karabati, which is basically Red Rover. On steroids, <laughs> lacrosse, and we, lacrosse. <laughs> and we've got to give we've got to give uh, credit for Doctor Lady Esquire for coming up with that with that name, the Obscure yes. Sports Quarterly. From yeah, because I guess we're all dodgeball fans. So. But there's been but there's been uh, there's been come on over. The water's nice and warm. There's been some MLB talk. There's been a little yep. NFL talk. I fired up some stuff while I was supposed to be working. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> but uh i'm not the fastest typer so bear with me in there do you if, if we really get going into a passionate debate you probably my response my responses are going to be yeah. delayed the water's yeah the water's fine just don't pee in it <laughs> and that's going to do it for another edition of crunchers required just want to remind you about our social media channels down below twitter instagram and now this the, the now again scarcely used tiktok it's at no crits req <laughs> facebook.com forward slash no crits req youtube.com forward slash at no crits req 
And if you're watching on the replay on Rumble and the Belly Up YouTube Sports, Belly Up Sports YouTube channel, thank you for watching. Here's a reminder to like, comment, share, and subscribe to all of our social media channels down below. On the podcast side, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, the soon-to-be-departed Google Play, wherever you podcast. Rate and review. Five stars would be the preferred rating that you can leave a, leave as a rating. And if there are a platform where you can review, we'll even read it on the air. couple of programming notes before we go. I just want to mention, on Saturday morning, we will not have a Saturday brunch because we will be part of the... We'll be part of the Belly Up Sports Super Bowl show, which will take place at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. It will be a live show on the Belly Up Sports YouTube channel. So both Dustin and I will be on there. It's going to be a fun time. There's other Belly Up celebrity, uh, celebrities, other Belly Up personalities like friend of the show, Jared. He'll be on there. Uh, Kev from Tailgate on the Quad will be with us as well. I'm trying to think who else is going to be with us. I believe uh, Brad friend of the show from the uh, 1420 sports podcast will also be uh, a part of this show. So tune in 930 Eastern on Saturday morning. It's going to be a blast. I think, you'll have, I think we'll have fun and we won't have, a, we also won't, we will have a show on Tuesday, the next Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, which will be our post Super Bowl review. And we won't have a show next Saturday, the 20th, the 17th, because I will be going to my metabolic physician appointment in Suffern. So uh, it'll, be, it'll be a couple weeks before we have another uh, Saturday brunch episode. But, you know, just pay attention to the socials. We'll let you know when's gonna, when's gonna, when the uh, next Saturday brunch will be. But join us on Saturday on the Belly Up Sports YouTube channel for the Belly Up Super Bowl Super Show. And then join us on Tuesday on our channel, which will be the post-mortem for the Super Bowl. Thanks for tuning in to No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We're presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. For Dustin Henry, I'm Ryan McCarthy, and we'll talk to you again next Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Join us then. Have a great night. Good night, everybody.